Welcome back, Bolt fam, to another episode of Chargers Powder Hour. Colin Appelli here, my boy Miles Raruka. We are your co-hosts. How you doing, my man? I'm doing good, man. It's been a long week with no football, no Chargers football. I mean, it's been a week since the last game, but like, I don't know. There's just something about Sunday not having a game on that just kind of didn't sit well with me. But I guess we're sitting here now. It's Thursday night. We got a game in three days, so something to look forward to, man. How you doing? Yes. And we got football tonight. Not Chargers, but we do have football tonight, so. Yeah, I think it's already going on, right? Uh, As we record this at... Recording it's seven oh nine right 709. now. I kick, kick off is seven fifteen, so pretty soon. Um, I do have. Oh, okay, I got I you. I do have Najee Harris on my fantasy team, so I will be paying attention to that. But other than that, man, I'm just happy football's rolling around. The the early parts of the week, I'm like, damn, I don't know what to do with myself. And then once it becomes a weekend, I'm like, all right, like let's fucking get it. Yeah, the the Tuesday Wednesday stretch. I don't. It's only it's really only two days, but it feels like five crazy every week like after monday night you know it's like oh shit we have to wait till thursday it's like literally only two fucking days but yeah feels like an eternity probably probably Um, been a good thing that the chargers have been off as long as they have been as we got some guys banged up but we'll get into that but yeah oh 100 i was actually just yeah funny you say that because that's what i was gonna say initially um but yeah no it's very beneficial in, in our um you know in our situation with Justin Herbert getting banged up, it came out with the, the, the tests revealing a fractured rib cartilage, which I believe after I've done some Googling, the average recovery time is about six weeks. Um, so that's not ideal, but I mean, it, it also sounds like an injury that it is going to be more of a comfort thing and pain tolerance. And, and you know, that's it's not really going to limit what he can do it's just you know going to it's gonna suck like let's be honest for for herbert it's gonna suck um and hopefully you know he doesn't it doesn't affect his play like i think it will but i also am i I might be more afraid of the doctor uh numbing him up than him actually going out there (laughs) and and not getting body slammed by a defensive end but a poor tyrod man uh dude yeah five million dollar lawsuit i mean rightfully so yeah no 100 percent. he has every right to do that um but yeah man we got to get some guys back healthy um from the sounds of it sounds like those guys are getting a little bit more healthy uh time was needed to have off as us as chargers football fans it's not ideal for us but it was definitely needed so I'm looking forward to it, man. Thursday night, I uh, just got to get through tomorrow. And then I got football all day, Saturday, football all day, Sunday. So, yeah. That's right, baby. Football is upon us again. Um, who you got in tonight's game? Just curious. Um, Shit, man. It's the Browns and Steelers, which neither team has looked great thus far. Um, I'll probably be rooting for the Steelers just because I need some points out of Najee. Um, plus the Brown fan base, you know, the whole thing with Deshaun Watson, how they've been reacting to that seems kind of iffy to me, but, uh, I'll, I'll be rooting for the Steelers. I'll probably, I, I think that the Browns will probably pull it out though. Um, I think the Steelers are pretty, especially Miles Garrett against that O-line. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. I don't know, man. I'll go Browns. The Jets beat them last week on some, some crazy shit. But Joe Flacco's elite, so... 
get out of here. <sighs> whatever, man. But uh, <laughs> now I know. Now now I know you're captain. Yeah. All right. Whatever. But uh, let's let's get into this episode. Uh, we got a quick icebreaker, and then we'll talk about what we're drinking. Um, I guess we can just do them both at the same time. But uh, so I think our icebreaker you came up with it is uh, how many NFL stadiums have you attended? You and I both are living in Nebraska, so we got to travel for literally all of our Chargers games. Um. Or just NFL games in general, so yeah, we 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 came up with a list. Uh, how many stadiums have you been through? And run through them real quick. All right, so here's a quick rundown. I got Qualcomm, I got StubHub, I got SoFi. Keeping it in the AFC West because that's where most of them have come from. I got Mile High, which I just went to last year. Um, unfortunate L, but had a great time. Otherwise, Denver, great city, great food great tailgating so that was fun arrowhead stadium obviously me and you were at the thursday night game last week um had a great time also tailgating uh, at the bolt pride tailgate so shout out to bolt pride you guys put on awesome events and i can't wait to attend the next one here in houston in a couple weeks so arrowhead's always a good time and then out of the afc west i've been to uh, at&t or jerry world or you know whatever you want to call it uh, with you for the Thanksgiving Day game in 2017, which was probably the best game I've ever attended. And then I think the other one is Soldier Field, which we also went together, I think, in 2019. Yep. So I could be missing one, but I think that's it. So that puts me at seven total. Yeah, man, that's I mean, that's a pretty good list, especially for how young we are. I got you. I got you beat, though. I've been to nine total stadiums um i got them listed here i've been to, you got me beat you got you beat but uh i've been the only home charters game i went to was at the queue at qualcomm um have not been to sofi yet never made it out to the soccer stadium but qualcomm like you mentioned <laughs> at&t soldier we were at together so it's three um i was at i went to minnesota but not when it was minnesota's old stadium i went to minnesota when they were playing at the college field so i guess i don't know if you yeah count that as an nfl stadium i'm gonna count it yeah i watched yeah, that's, that's kind of like stuff hey what's what's the difference between that and stuff yeah, exactly so I'll, I'll go with minnesota denver i've been to denver once arrowhead i've been i think five or six times and then last year i was able to make it out to washington dc for the first game um and to las vegas for the last game and the final stadium, I actually didn't watch an NFL game. Oh, I forgot you went to D.C. too. Yeah, we went to D.C. for the first game, which was kind of cool because, like, for my age, for how much I've traveled, I'd never been to D.C., and that was just an awesome trip, man. I still have never. Yeah, that's one of those cities that I, like, definitely, just as always go to. sneak by yeah, me. Yeah, for sure. And then my final stadium, I didn't actually watch an NFL game at. I went – we were down in Florida uh, for a vacation, and we went to the Orange Bowl um, at – uh, Miami Stadium, Hard Rock Stadium, which was really cool. That's mm. it was Oklahoma, Alabama. It was like yeah. Kyler Murray versus oh, I don't remember who. J- I don't think it was Jalen Hurts then. It was. Wait, you went to a college football playoff game? Yeah, went to a college football playoff game. Down there. Oh damn, I didn't know. Yeah, that. Oklahoma, Bama, uh, Bama whooped them, but it was really cool. Josh Jacobs was Bama's running back. I remember he absolutely murdered a guy. But yeah, um, <laughs> that was cool. So those are my stadiums. Uh, favorite one out of those. Nice. It's hard not to say AT&T just because AT&T, you know, is just absolutely insane. So yes. and when we went, it was at and I mean, I think SoFi has a beat from like a just architectural standpoint. Like it's just beautifully designed and 
it looks gorgeous. But dude, I I still might give the edge to AT and T, dude. That that thing is just like and that, it's how old now? Yeah, like it's it's over a decade old, and it and it's, it feels like a brand new stadium. Jerry's World, baby. But uh, yeah, man, that was that was a fun trip. Thanksgiving atmosphere was awesome, and we absolutely whooped the Cowboys' ass. So that was a fun game. Yes, dude, that was probably my favorite NFL game that I've ever attended. Um, mainly because a lot of games I go to, the Chargers lose, but hey, you know it's still great to see them. So, <laughs> but that that was a extra special one. Just Phil having a day, so many highlight plays. Keenan um, had that day. He got me yeah, some that was that was a fun. Keenan got yeah. me some fantasy points that day, so I'm happy about that. But uh, oh yeah, he, yeah, I'm good sure. Thanksgiving for sure. Bro. So, yeah, man, good stuff. Yeah, what are you drinking tonight, man? Uh, I have a good old keeping it light, you know, good old Corona. I gotcha. A little Rona action going on. With or without the lime? What about you? Uh, without, unfortunately. So actually, I thought before the, I thought before we started, I was like, I don't really have any alcohol here. Um, so I went to Russ's Market here in Lincoln, Nebraska, and I picked up some vanilla bean blonde ales. Which uh, vanilla bean happens to be Ooh. one of my favorite flavors. Um, I've had these before. It's been a long time though. They just yeah. had a six rack sitting there for me, so I'm gonna four point eight alk. I'm gonna rip one of these open real quick, and yeah, hell yeah, I, I do like these quite a bit though. I haven't had one in a while, but now uh, now we got some uh, we got some suds action going on. I like it, man. Yeah, that's the shit right there. But uh, let's let's talk some football. How about? Let's let's talk some football. And as we talk football, first thing I wanted to bring up uh, was the injury injury report. The Chargers obviously um, have some guys that are banged up, and they are some key key players. So let's get into that real quick. Let me pull it up. All righty. So as we record this uh, Thursday night, um, there are one, two, three, four, five, six Chargers on the injury report. Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert, J.C. Jackson, Corey Lindsley, Trey Pipkins, and Donald Parham Jr. So, some pretty big names across down. I mean, just all across the board there. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, obviously, biggest name to keep an eye on is our our leader, the second coming of Jesus Christ, Justin Herbert. Um, our Lord and Savior, Our Lord and Savior Justin Herbert. Um, I do. I, I know he's going to be a bit banged up. We were just talking. I I didn't know that the full heel time was six weeks on that, but it is kind of one of those things that you can definitely play through. I mean, we saw him play in the game through it. He's he's going to play through it. I just want to. I want to put this out there now. He's going to play. Anyone that thinks he's not going to play is crazy. Like, I saw a take on Twitter and it just made the most sense. Like, I mean, I was like, yeah, that that's that's exactly why he's going to play because the six week recovery thing is it, it takes six weeks of doing nothing. Yeah. And that's just not going to happen. You know, he, uh, they're not going to shut him down in six weeks. If it's something that he can play through, that's the whole reason why, you know, they're having him working out and he's limited and not out, you know, because it, he can play through it. It's just how much is he going to be able to handle? Like, I don't know. I mean, he seems like a pretty fucking tough guy considering like he stayed in the game and threw a 40 yard dart, uh, you know, on the final drive of the game. So I think he'll be all right, but I mean, it's going to be a thing of this, this kind of reminds me of like Baker Mayfield last year. I know his was the shoulder and he played through it 
you know, finish the season, but he was just never really Baker. I'm not saying that's much in the first place, but, and it's also his shoulder, which I mean, it's completely different injury. And I know it's probably not the best analogy, but I just, that's kind of what I thought of immediately. I don't know why my brain went to that version um, of a lingering injury. And, you know, I was watching NFL live and, and get up and, you know, all the, the talk shows and a lot of those guys that have been playing are like, dude, that's, that's a, a kind of a bitch of an injury. Like it sucks. Like you play through it, but it's not fun. Um, so that's the only thing that kind of has me concerned. Uh, I'm not concerned that he's going to miss any, any time, you know, especially with this, these extra couple of days to heal. But yeah, that's for me, that's the biggest concern is, you know, maybe we only get, 85% Justin Herbert for the season, which, hey, I'll take 85% of him any day of the week compared to some of these quarterbacks, but it, I just don't want fans to be, I don't want myself to be disappointed if he's not doing, like, you know, the amazing things he, he was doing last year because of this. Yeah, I, I get that 100%. Um, I'm, I'm totally with you that there's not a chance that he doesn't play this. I mean, obviously there is a chance, but, like, the odds of him not playing this weekend are – he get hit by a bus. Yeah, he could die and probably not play this weekend. But uh, the odds of that happening are obviously <laughs> second to none. He could probably die and still be listed as questionable. Let's be honest. He would still be yeah, questionable. Justin yeah, Herbert, man. But uh, the Holy Spirit would come back and and take the first snap. Exactly. Philip Rivers would come out of retirement and just ball out. But uh, <laughs> no, I, I fully expect him to play. Um, yeah, it's gonna kind of suck for him, but he is one tough mofo. Um. I got that. Um, I, we just got to make sure that we protect him. Um, that is, oh, we'll get to that later on in the episode. Um, some other, some other names that were on that depth chart. Uh, JC Jackson has not practiced yet this week. Um, sad ankle again. I don't really think there's anything yeah. to be too concerned about. Game status for him. Did you see what? Did you see what Staley said about it? Uh, no. What did he I say? When asked, I haven't. I haven't heard his. Uh, I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but he said it's, it's a precautionary thing. Um, you know, he was feeling a little sore after playing. I mean, he jumped in and played a full game on Thursday night, snaps. prime time, yeah. and 100% of the snaps and against Mahomes. So, like, you know, he was uh, pretty busy all night long. And um, so, yeah, I mean, that that's more than, I mean, to be expected, I think. So, uh, hopefully it's, you know, it stays a precautionary thing. I would hate to see you know, him not practice tomorrow and then be like questionable for the, for the game. I think that would be a little concerning, but you know, if he, if he's at least limited tomorrow and then uh, probable for game status, I think that's, you know, probably where he trends to, you know, yeah. And worst comes to worst, if it is a soreness and he has to be out a week, you know, it's not, it won't be the end of the world. Um, definitely would rather have him play in that Kansas City game than against the Jaguars. So, um, yeah. What were some other, what were some other names on there? Parham. I, I do expect Parham to play this week. Um, he was, it sounded like uh, Popper tweeted earlier uh, that uh, he, it looked like he practiced in full, but then was listed as limited on the chart. On the depth chart. I think that's, another kind of precautionary thing. And then Keenan Allen as well. His, his, him, I don't know about, I don't know how you feel about Keenan playing this week. I thought, I mean, the reports going into the chiefs game was like, yeah, he'll, he'll be back for, for this game. But I think those are kind of shifted and rightfully so. I mean, 
I've known from the start, like the hammies, a, it's a, it's another bitch of an injury. Like it, you know, it, it's just time and there's so much you can do and it limits you so much. So I don't think they'll rush him back. Um, I think he's a 50, 50. I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he was questionable heading into the game or a game time decision, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, that one's more of a toss up. Uh, I think JC will play or yeah, JC, but I also think, um, Donald Parham will be questionable, but I think he plays. I don't know. Maybe he's on a snap count um, because of the hammy. Like I said, you know, on the last one of the last pods is, you know, Keenan and Parham are kind of tied together now with the same hamstring. And so not the same hamstring injury, but both hamstring injuries. So it's, you know, that's just something to keep an eye on. You know, if Keenan's out this week, uh, that sucks because we, we missed him a lot last week, but um, yeah, fingers crossed that he plays. And with Parham, God, it's going to be so good to see him get back out on the field when he does. Um, I feel like that's a big target that Herbert, I feel like at times in the Raiders game and in the chiefs game, there were times that like Herbert, you could kind of tell Herbert was looking for someone and no one was ever there. And I think it was Parham, like that big body tight end, who's got really good hands, really athletic. I mean, he's kind of developed a nice connection with Parham, and uh, I I think Herbert's kind of missed that the first couple games. So it's going to be really nice to get him back out there. Yeah, fuck it, Parham down there somewhere uh, for sure. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I expect expect Keenan to come down. I think he'll be a game-time decision. I'm calling it now. Um, I, I... I'm just waiting for the Brandon Staley quote tomorrow and his presser to say, you know, I think Keenan has a chance to play, but we're going to take it all the way down to game time. Uh, that's just something that yeah. I, I would expect uh, Staley to say. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I think, you know, I think we'll be all right. But it is it is not great getting some guys banged up like they are. I think we're really going to be missing. I doubt Corey Lindsley plays this week. Um, I think we're definitely going to be missing. He's an interesting one because uh... – you know, I, I think his is more precautionary as well. I think he might play. And if not, I mean, this offensive line, I'm seriously concerned about because, I mean, he's the anchor of that line. And, you know, he play, he's very important. You know, m- many fans know that he's the one that calls all the protections for Herbert. And, you know, he's he's just a integral part of that, that line. So we saw how quickly it, it kind of went to shit on Thursday night once he was out of the game. And uh, if Pipkins has to miss time as well, I mean, he's limited at least yesterday and today. So I think he will play. Thank fucking God. Like storm Norton, the, the list of like the list of players I dislike the most on this team, like storm Norton is, is just based off performance, nothing personal, just based off performance. I mean, he is rapidly catching up to number 99 as just people. I'm like, why are you still on this team? Leave, <laughs> go somewhere else. Like, yeah, no, no kidding, man. I, I expect Pipkins to play. Um, Lindsley, yeah, I don't know because we've seen him get Veterans Days off. So it is a real chance. It is a real possibility that it is just precautionary. He's just kind of one that we just really haven't gotten a ton of word on. His stash just really kind of up in the air right now. So that's going to be something to definitely monitor going into the weekend. Uh, didn't they say it was like tendonitis or, or something? like? I, I want to say I saw that on yeah, the timeline. Tendonitis, correct. 
Yeah, so I mean that that's a tricky one too. Um, it's just like from what I understand is it's like one of those things that when it flares up, it's just really painful and you can't really do anything on it, but it, it just kind of comes and goes. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know a ton about tendonitis either. Um, but hopefully it's something that if it's not too serious, he can play through. Um, but yeah, I guess I, I think guess Staley said he's been getting like injections to deal with it. Yeah, I believe so. Kind of, it's kind of a similar injury to Justin, from what I can recall. Um, well, not ribs, but obviously something that a pain, a pain injection, and you can play through it. So, I guess we'll just see. Yeah. Well, hey, the great part of this segment is the Jacksonville Jaguars have no injuries to report for yesterday or today. <laughs> so, that's a quick one. Yeah. Well, there you go. So. Don't got to worry about them. They'll be fully healthy, but let's get into it. Let's see if maybe a fully healthy Jacksonville Jaguars, what, what's it going to look like against a somewhat healthy Chargers team? All right, man. Keys to the game. Let's hear him. All right. So for my first key to the game, I'm going to sound like a broken record on some of these, but there's just some things that we just really got to do every week. First key to the game is you got to get after Trevor Lawrence. Um, I know I mentioned that last week, got to get after Mahomes. I probably mentioned it week one, got to get after Carr. Um, at this point, I don't know if I'll even bring it back this season because it should be a key every single week. But, you know, Trevor Lawrence has looked like the first overall pick that he was taken as so far this season. He's looked really good. Um, you know, if we can just get him get him out of the pocket, get him moving, get him a little bit uncomfortable. He's not a guy that's going to hurt us with his legs. Um, if we can just make him uncomfortable, you know, maybe he'll go find his – $500 million wide receivers that they've overly paid for so much. Um, but yeah, you got to get after Trevor for sure. Um, my second one is got to stop the run. Um, I think the Jaguars out of the three teams that we start out with, the Jaguars are the one that can run the ball the best. James Robinson has looked really good coming off that Achilles tear last year. And they also got ETN back there, which they haven't really used much, but a breakout is due for ETN. So Got to make sure that we stop the run defensively. And then finally, we got to protect Justin Herbert, which, I mean, that's that's one that you got to talk about almost every week, but especially in the state that he's in right now. Worst thing you want to do is make the injury worse or, you know, make it so that he's completely uncomfortable the rest of the season and can't get back to his former self. So just got to make sure, you know, their pass rushers, Josh Allen's a good pass rusher. And, uh, you know, they got Foyce Khan back there and um, – I don't even know who their other guys are. I know that they don't have Campbell anymore. Um, they got that Fatus that I don't even know how to say his name. I think his name is Florunzo Fatakasi. Um, he's their other D end. Um, you know, just got to make sure that we can protect Herbert. I think that we'll do fine. It's not like we're facing an all caliber rushing attack like we have with, you know, Chris Jones and Max Crosby. So, you know, as long as we do those things, I think we're going to be in a good position to win the game and stay healthy as a matter of fact. So, Okay, well, I, I'm just going to pick up where you left off for my first key because uh, I disagree. I think they do have a pretty good set of edge rushers. I mean, Trayvon Walker, uh, I was watching I forgot, some tape on Trayvon him. Walker. Yeah, I forgot Trayvon Walker, which is... Trayvon Walker, dude, he is looking like the number one yeah, pick for sure. um, this year. And, you know, you pair him up with Josh Allen, who's, you know, a, a very formidable edge rusher in this league, a high draft pick as well a couple of seasons ago. Um, this this offensive line is going to have to win the 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 trench battle. Uh, obviously, you know, you, I mean, defense as well. But 
more so, I mean, the especially this offensive line. I mean, they have to win the line of scrimmage battle and allow Eckler and Kelly to to win this game on the ground. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much Herbert's going to be able. I mean, who knows? Maybe he go, goes out and is just a tough son of a bitch and doesn't look any different. He's classic Herbert. That would be great. Uh, I don't think that's the story we're going to see on Sunday. Um, so I, I think this, this offense line has to win that battle and, you know, really get this, this running game going, you know, second and five, second and fours, um, you know, picking up a first running the, you know, keeping time of possession, you know, if you get a lead, you know, the run game is going to be huge. So, um, I think they have to turn up this run game and it starts with the offensive line. So that's my first key. Uh, second key is going to be on Joe Lombardi and, and the play calling. It's, they have to, they have to stay aggressive and be more creative. I think that's the thing that is equally as frustrating as, you know, I mean, I get, you know, the aggressiveness is one thing, but the lack of creativity on offense that we've seen so far in the first two games of the season is just really, it's frustrating to watch. It's boring to watch. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've said it, you know, in the last couple of pods is, you know, they're kind of, they look kind of predictable at times if uh, during both games for, for good stretches, you know, um, they find themselves in a lot of third and sevens, a lot of third and eights. And that's, and that's not really where you want to be, especially if you have a dinged up quarterback and, some questionable offensive linemen going into the game. And that's why I think those injuries are so huge is because, you know, let's not act like the Jaguars don't have talent on that side of the ball. And, you know, if there's Storm Norton out there and will clap, then it, it makes me even like more nervous just because like that could shut down the run game. And if that gets shut down, like, holy shit, you know, they're, they're pressuring Herbert like that is not going to be fun to watch. So, uh, it's on the play calling. Got to stay creative and stay aggressive. That's the second key for me. And then the last key is defense go ball out. Just go have a day. I know that's easy to say, but you know this is a top ranked defense. Like let's act like it. You know, Trevor Lawrence is good. He's not great. He's you know he's tons of talent. He's just not. Uh, he hasn't fully broken out yet. So, I mean, this could be the season he does it, but I think for, for now, like let's, let's keep him, you know, in the low two hundreds passing yards and let's shut down this run game and just dominate. So uh, I'm looking at Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack. Uh, I think JC Jackson is going to play. So go ball out, go get this dub because you're going to have to lean on the defense. If not this week, maybe the next couple weeks, uh, as we, you know, are kind of, we don't know what version of Justin Herbert we're going to get. Yeah, hundred percent. I think a key every week is, you know, take the ball away. This is a team right now. They're number one in the NFL yep. in turnover dif- differential. Um, so I think they're like plus. I'm not even going to guess. I think I feel like they're like plus nine though. So that definitely a team so far that has no. There's no way that they're plus nine. There's no way that they've taken the ball away five and four times or however many it is. But I, I can't remember what they're turnover differential is right now but um definitely something that you know our defense has been prone to being in good position to you know get the ball at 
Asante Samuel Jr., um, but just haven't quite gotten it done yet. I think this is the week where, you know, we get after T-Law, make him uncomfortable, and he's he's going to make some mistakes. So, yeah, win that turnover battle. For sure. Yeah, I would love to see it, man. Yeah. And, like, let's capitalize on the, on the turnovers. Like, I'm so over losing fumbles and dropping picks. It's it's ridiculous. So let's capitalize on it. Yeah, man, no kidding. We have to lead the league right now in fumbles that have not been recovered by us. Like, if that's a stat, we got to lead the league. We probably set an NFL record last year and didn't even know it, dude. It's like twice a game, bro. Like, fumble, ball out. Oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like, it's ridiculous. But yeah, so capitalize on those. And uh, I I think you're right, man. That, that, that's the recipe for the recipe for success. Medic. Yeah. (laughs) Come get my mans. But, uh, yeah, no, man. I, I, I'm feeling good about Sunday for sure. Yeah. All right, man. Moving on. Let's hear your bold takes for Sunday now. Just to, to kind of throw back to last week, because week one, we were hyped. So we hit both of our bold takes. And last week, I was way off on mine. Uh, well, not, I mean, I guess, yeah, way off. And you were actually pretty close. Um, mine was Chargers walking it off on a, on a touchdown in overtime and yours was holding Kelsey to under 50. Yeah. He had 56 so, and he, or 54. 56. So that was pretty close. So I was pretty close, man. I think that body slam should take yeah. off about 10 yards though. So in that case I hit it, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, close, but no cigar. So All right. this week, let's hear your bold take for, for Jack. I actually want you to go first this time. I've gone first the last two times. I kind of want to hear what you all right, all right. All right, I like it. Shake it up a little bit. Uh, my bold prediction is that Justin Herbert is Justin Herbert. <laughs> I don't know if that's very bold to say, but it feels bold right now because I, I really do think this injury is going to limit him in some way. Um, I just think you know, there might be some passes that you know aren't, as crisp or, you know, maybe he's a little, you know, he misses a few, but I, I, I'm, I'm going to say bold prediction. He still puts up 350 plus in the air. I wish you hadn't gone first. Cause that was literally my bold prediction was going to be 350 and four touchdowns for Justin Herbert. So now I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> oh, to pivot away from that, pivot, <laughs> but I'm going to stick on the offensive side of the ball. I, I agree. I think our defense is going to ball out, um, but I don't want to put a number on it. Just, I just want to be, I just want to be happy with whatever happens defensively, so I'm not going to put a number on it. Um, I think Austin Eckler finally gets fantasy owners what they want. Um, I think Austin Eckler. Um, what are, I don't I don't know what we're going for here, but uh, I think Austin Eckler goes all purpose touchdowns. Touchdowns. I think How I many? think Austin Eckler goes for 150 all-purpose yards and at least two touchdowns this weekend. Ooh, okay, that would be. Hey, I mean. We, that would be a very welcome sight I mean, at this point. The thing you know, that makes me think that is the Philip Rivers mic'd up where he's yelling in Yannick Ngakwe's ear, 90-yard touchdown, and it's the screen pass. Yeah. Eckler. But, yeah, that's that's my bold take for you. Um, you know, I, I think Justin Herbert is going to be Justin Herbert. Like, I mean, we saw the absolute fucking seed that he threw to DeAndre Carter when he was hurting, man. Like, I just think if anybody's going to – Just a – If anybody's going to – Hiss missile. Injury and be themselves, it's Justin Herbert, man. So – 
but I'll go, I'll go Austin Eckler. Yeah. Fantasy owners have been upset with Austin Eckler lately, which I don't think they should be. It's not like his usage is down. I mean, he still had, he's still getting the catches. He's getting the carries. His volume's definitely still there. Do you think, do you think teams are, are, have or are figuring him out? I mean, this is year what for him now? I mean, I think his first couple of years, he was so effective and efficient. That's always kind of been his, his thing is like, you know, he, for the touches he gets, like he's efficient, eight yards, seven yards, first down, like, um, you know, his strength, carrying guys, carrying the pile. Do you think teams have kind of like caught on to him a little bit? No, I, I honestly don't. I just think that he's so versatile in the run in the past game. It's hard to really figure a guy like that out. So, um, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw one of those halfback screens go for sixty something yards this weekend for a touchdown. Dude, that would be yeah. such a welcoming sight. I, I mean, I know, um, but yeah, it's, it's going to happen at some. Austin Eckler breakout game this week. Fantasy owners, put them in your lineups. You'll you'll be happy. So, love it, man. Um, okay, so we got three fifty. I, I don't. I'm not putting any touchdowns on mine. Just three hundred and fifty plus yards. Fuck it. I'll put some touchdowns on mine. Three touchdowns. Three touchdowns and three fifty, and then for you, uh, we got Austin Eckler one fifty all purpose and two tutties as well. So, hey, if both of ours come true, we're sitting pretty fucking good come Sunday. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, yeah, I I want to do something defensively, but like I I honestly I just believe that they're gonna ball out, and I'm not gonna put a number on it. So, defense balls out. That's not really bold because like we both see it coming, but. Yeah, I think that I think it's gonna be a big game defensively and a big game offensively, but we'll we'll just see. We'll see what happens, man. All right. I am officially pulling up the prop bets for Chargers and Jaguars. Oop, no, not the Raiders. All right. Uh here we go. So oh man, these are Jaguar ones. We don't need that. Oh, because it's Jackwire's website. Uh, okay, well, let's just... Uh, fill some time here. See how unprepared we are, guys. But, uh... Oh, I know okay, this the is spread. The spread. We can start with the spread and over under spread right now, as it sits here on Thursday, yep. September twenty second, is Chargers minus seven, and it is over yep. forty seven points right now. So, how are you feeling about over forty seven and a half? Is the okay, over under? Mine just says forty seven, but if you want to go forty seven and a half, you know, be fancy, whatever. But uh, how are you feeling about how are you feeling about spread, spread and over under? I I think this would be a great game to bet the Jags because I don't think Chargers are going to cover. Wow, let's hear it. Uh, I would love. I mean, I, I would, I'm rooting for them to win by you know two three touchdowns. That would be awesome. But I just think think it's a well. I'll get to that. But I think it's a great game for the Chargers, and I still think Jag. I think this this team is just going to be a, a tough one. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a battle. So I, I just don't. See him winning by by seven. I think it's a little bit closer. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I like that take just because the Chargers just know how to make things close. Obviously, they just always seem to. Um, yeah, I, I don't mind that take really. I think that the Chargers do cover, but I think it. I think it's close in the end. I think this is a game 
in which we're up two scores most of the way, and then they just kind of make it a little bit uncomfortable in the end. I think the Chargers, I think we win by 10. Um, I'll give you final score prediction in a bit, but I think we I think we win by 10 and over 47. How are you feeling on that? Uh, 47 and a half. 47 but, and a half. But uh, I think I'm taking the, I'm going to take the over. Okay. Like, I think this offense, if it can get back to its creativity um, that they've kind of been lacking and, and some of these other skilled players get involved and offensive line, it just all gels together. I don't think Herbert necessarily has to have a day. You know, I think he can, uh, you know, I think Austin Eckler can break a run. I think Gerald Everett and, and Donald Parham or, you know, Mike Williams can go up, get a jump ball or get a yards after catch touchdown. Like, I think I think maybe the defense can score. I think there's other ways to put up points. And I think they can do it against this team. So it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, the Chargers put up 24, 27 points. And then I think, uh, you know, as close of a game as it's going to be, I think the Jags are right there. So I'm going to take the over. I think both teams, like 27, 24 final score, that's not my prediction, but that I think that would be a very, that could be a very likely outcome for a game like this. Yeah. And that would be, yeah, I like it, man. I'm just going to be a little bit opposite of you. I've already made up my mind, what I think the final score is going to be, and I'm going to take the under actually. Uh, Personally though, I think that, I think this is a game that the Chargers offense, you know, if Justin Herbert is Justin Herberting, um, I think the offense could put up 40 themselves personally. Um, That's that's not my goal. I don't actually think that they could, but I do think it's, or I don't, I don't actually think that they will, but I think that they could. Um, Yeah, sure. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the under. Um, it's going to be a close. It's going to be a close nail biter for those of you betting the 47 and a half um, over and under. But I'm going to take the under um, just because I think that I think that we're going to we're going to have some moments where, you know, our offense stalls a little bit and our defense gets us back in the game a little bit. But I'm going to stick it. With, I'm going to stick with the under for now. All right. Yeah, I like that. Um, trying to see if I can pull up any prop bets on this on this page. If not, I'm just gonna jump into the next segment. Um, yeah, I don't think so. Okay. So with that being said, we're gonna pivot again, and we're gonna get into our final score predictions. So, do you want to do the honors? I would love to do the honors for you. Um, I got the Chargers winning this one, twenty-seven to seventeen. Uh, which would be a total of 44 points, which would be three under the over, um, three and a half under the over, excuse me. Um, but uh, <laughs> so 27-17, I think this is a game where I wouldn't be surprised if we go into the fourth, you know, maybe tied at 14 or tied at 17, and then we just we just become a fourth-quarter team and just, you know, put up some scores on it. Pick six, yeah. scoop and score. I'd love to see that, man. I would love a defensive touchdown this weekend, but uh, – yeah, I think that the, I think that it's close, kind of a way. I think that we get out to a one one score, maybe two score lead. You know, maybe 10-0, or ten zero seven zero, and then I think that they just kind of stick in there a little bit. But I just think that we pull away in the end and get the dub by ten. So that's that's my prediction twenty seven seventeen. I like it, man. Yeah, um, I'll take it. Dub's a dub, and I think beating this team by 10 points uh, with as much uncertainty as there is heading into this game. Not that there's a ton, but enough to, to kind of really make you go back and forth on, on this prediction, at least for me. 
Um, I've been kind of seesawing on it, but uh, I did take the over. So, you know, I'm going to say 28, 24 chargers. And yeah, I think, I think Justin Herbert, all right, my bull prediction is he throws three. I think he really ends up probably only throwing one. And even then it might be a screen pass or, you know, the a, a yards after catch situation where, you know, the receiver did most of it, but Hey, it's a touchdown on the board for him. And I think the offense steps up and you know, the players around him be like, Hey man, we, we're going to shoulder some of this load for you and, uh, you know, find a way to get it done. So, um, maybe even sprinkle a defensive touchdown in there. Who knows, you know, three by the, uh, the offense and, and a game sealer by the defense. Let's just get like 42 points scored by our defense and just sit Justin Herbert for the game. How about, uh, let's just not risk it. It'd be nice. Yeah, man. No kidding. But yeah, so those, those are our predictions. Um, I got, you got, sorry, what was yours? 28, 23, 28, 24, 24. I like it, man. That's a, that's a good sounding score. So, but yeah, I think we both are agreeing. I think we'll get the job done come Sunday. There's no doubt who's the more talented team on the field. Um, we'll just see kind of how it plays out. Yeah. No, and, and these are the games that you just you got to find a way. I mean, it doesn't have to be pretty. You just got to find a way to win them. You're the, you're the more talented team. These are the games that, you know, it, if you start one and two, it's not the end of the world, but this is the game that you can lose and you know, come week 15, 16, 17, when you're in, you know, a playoff race, like those are the, those can be the ones that you look back on and be like, why the hell did we lose to the Jaguars? You know, kind of like the, the Texans last year, you know, um, you know, yeah, we still had, you know, control of it against the Raiders, but it's like, Hey, we're not even in this situation if we don't fucking lose to the Texans. Like, um, so you're the more talented team. You just got to find a way to grind it out and, and, not get beat uh and on the on the sidelines you know i think staley and and lombardi have to really do their best to to win this game on the sidelines as well yeah this is this is a game that these elite teams just need to you know if we want to be considered as one of the elite teams as a super bowl contender as a team that can make a deep run in the playoffs you know if we want to be considered a top dog this is a game that we need to take control of and get the job done so yeah, man. Well, I think all in all, we're looking at a dub starting out two and one. So I would cheers to that, but I finished my Corona. So I'll cheers to it. sad face. Oh. There you go. Air, air cheers. Um, but yeah, man, anything else you want to add? No, man. I just, I just wish it was, oh, geez, English is hard sometimes. I just wish it was Sunday. Medic. But it's all right. Yeah, man, we're, we're getting close. Uh, we got to hop off and start. I'm going to watch a little bit of this game and then. I'm gonna watch some Dahmer. Have you been? Have you been keeping up with that? I actually, that's funny that you mentioned that because uh, somebody on my Snapchat earlier was just watching it, and I knew that yeah, it was, dude, it's insane. It We're out. two episodes in. I knew it was out, but I haven't. I haven't gotten into it yet. Yeah. But I, I think I would like it. So, yeah, we're two episodes in, and uh, it's pretty insane. So, but yeah, man, I got nothing else. Um, thank you, everyone, to listening to another episode of Chargers Powder Hour. This has been episode number thirty-six the Chargers Jaguars preview episode and make sure to follow us on social media. We have a Twitter, we have an Instagram at powder hour pod LA, hit it up, give us a like, give us a follow and you can catch all the updates about the podcast there and all the updates about our bolts. So 
All right. Peace out.